Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, April 11th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolger. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Before we get into our Palm Sunday text, let's begin with prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, as we enter into this holy week, as we approach Easter, as we approach the celebration of resurrection and new life, May we come to you as transformed people. May you work in our hearts, transforming and moving us towards sanctification, towards holiness, towards purity, towards love and compassion. Amen. Amen. Friends, listen now to the Palm Sunday story as told in John's Gospel, the 12th chapter, verses 12 through 26. The next day, the great crowd that had come to the festival heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. So they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, as it is written, Do not be afraid, daughter of Zion. Look, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand these things at first, but when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written of him and had been done to him. So the crowd that had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to testify. It was also because they heard that he had performed this sign that the crowd went to meet him. The Pharisees then said to one another, You see, you can do nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. Now among those who went up to worship at the festival were some Greeks. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and said to him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew. Then Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains just a single grain, but if it dies, it bears much fruit. Those who love their life lose it, and those who hate their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, There will my servant be also. Whoever serves me, the Father will honor. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Tara, yesterday marked the beginning of Holy Week. What is Holy Week and why do we quote unquote celebrate it? Um, You know, I have been thinking today about when Jesus talks about his disciples being witnesses you shall go out and be my witnesses to all of Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And for me, that word witnesses simply means, you know, do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth? Because the story of Christ is compelling enough. It doesn't need any embellishment by me. 
Um, <clears throat> so I think that Holy Week is our witnessing to the last of Christ's life. Really, this week is giving witness to the darkness of the world, um, owning the fact that the darkness of the world springs from the sinfulness of humanity, and that means from my sinfulness. So I feel like Holy Week is a time to witness to the darkness, knowing that the light is coming. I'll also say that, you know, I've heard it said, and I agree with this, although I understand it's not always possible, but, you know, Will Willimon used to say, don't come to Easter morning unless you're going to be there on Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday, mm. because you're only getting part of the story. Mm. Holy Week, we need to testify to the darkness. Mm. I think that is just absolutely lovely uh yeah i think of um think of holy week also as a you know as a preparation which is what all what all of lent is and then holy week narrows it down for me i constantly go back to the story in joshua when uh, joshua takes over as leader and he's about to cross the river jordan with the people of Israel and he tells them for three days go and sanctify yourself uh, purify yourself because the Lord is about to do something new uh, and so uh, Holy Week then becomes a time to uh, sanctify ourselves and in order to sanctify to prepare you have to exactly what you just said acknowledge the darkness the darkness of the world the darkness of humanity the darkness of my own sin the darkness of my own uh guilt and what has brought about pain in the world uh, and that yeah as you said you can't come to easter without that preparation otherwise uh, you've missed it yeah i think all of worship is practice hmm. we're practicing ways of being in the world and you know i know that many people probably come to church wanting to feel better when they leave. And I totally get that. But we also have to be honest. And sometimes the world is dark. And whether you acknowledge it or not, it still is. Hmm. And when we acknowledge it, we also acknowledge who our hope is in. So that when we find ourselves in those places where the darkness is overwhelming in our own lives, we have this time when we practiced holding our face to the light, even when we couldn't see. Let me ask you a question. You know, you have, um, as a worship leader, uh, we'll say done a few more Holy Weeks than I have. How do you come back every year to this week and find uh, newness in it, find uh, a depth in it? What, how, what's that experience like for you as a worship leader yeah. in this? <clears throat> well, I should first tell you that um, kind of um, my general operating philosophy is that the story is always enough. Hmm. And so I think there was a time where I approached Holy Week with how can I rest meaning out of this for my congregation? For me right now, Holy Week is I'm just going to sit with the story and let God work through that. So Monday, Thursday, just reading the scripture of that night, it's enough. Good Friday, you know, uh, Patricia does this incredible job of creating all this emotion out of the worst event, and it's enough. And I will tell you that I usually have a hangover um, after Easter mm -hmm. because it's been it's been a lot. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, all Holy Week is is coming together and remembering the story and hearing it anew and just trying to be present. Yeah, 
to be clear, listener, Tara's talking about a spiritual hangover and not, she doesn't get plastered Sunday right. night yeah. after Easter, no, no, just no, no, to no. be clear. No, 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 no. Um, actually, I haven't done that uh, since about mm, 1994. Um, <laughs> left that with college. Um, yeah, but just the, um, it is the week of Palm Sunday and our text shows it here has like the highest emotion, mm-hmm. so much excitement. Um, and it quickly turns to crucify Mm -hmm. and, um, Easter morning is such a joy, but Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday after Easter, I find myself, um, yeah, a little, a little kind of spiritually quiet, Mm. um, at the enormity of what has happened. Mm -hmm. So, you know, every time I read scripture, I'm just constantly caught up in the, humanness of it. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we approach this holy book and it seems like some, well, it is something other, right? It is holy, uh, but it, something other as in devoid from our own experiences, something that we can relate or pertain to. Uh, But man, Holy Week is, it's like the human experience wrapped up in a nutshell for me of like the height of heights, the depths of lows uh, to redemption uh, all within a week. And how many times have I experienced that sort of thing within a week of expectation of something, the expectation being twisted, being uh, taken away uh, only for God to do something new that I never expected. Yes. Yeah. And I, you know, this passage where the people are like, here comes the king of Israel. Like, finally, we're going to have this political um, and really violent overthrow of the Roman Empire, you know what they're saying is finally we'll be on top. Mm-hmm. And I think Jesus envisions a world where we are all God's beloved children and there isn't a hierarchy and everyone is loved and everyone serves. And so, but I'm still that person who just wants to turn it around. I just want to be on top. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Like, let's, um, it's an imperfect world. There are all these injustices, but really, um, you know, let's just do it my way, Lord. And the message of Holy Week, too, is that our way is always tainted by our sinfulness and that God has this vision for the world that is so completely other. I just want to try and be part of it. What's really fascinating to me, you know, I've been teaching this class going through the historical books uh, throughout Lent uh, and that is the formation of the monarchy, how it came about to be where this God made this covenant with Israel for the line of David, who Jesus comes through, then this new king. Uh, and people are wanting to have a new king, to have this monarchy again. But literally, I don't know the total number, but I'd probably put it about because the kingdom split, so you have twice as many kings. There's probably 25 kings, and in the text, you know, Three and a half of them are good, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, and yet uh, we want to return to that. And the three and a half that were good were probably, right, the most connected mm-hmm. to the divine yep. uh, will mm-hmm. and discernment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and so sometimes our what we desire to return to uh, actually wasn't all that connected with God, <laughs> right? Um, and instead of, uh, you know, we look back to be formed, to be changed— but we look forward to see what God's going to do in new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, friends, with that, I'm going to end with a quote from C.S. Lewis in his story, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. If you remember that story, you know that Aslan is the Christ figure, and this passage is from when Susan first meets Aslan. Aslan is a lion, the lion, the great lion. Oh, said Susan, I thought he was a man. 
is he quite safe? I shall feel rather nervous about meeting a lion. Safe, said Mr. Beaver. Who said anything about safe? Of course he isn't safe, but he's good. He's the king, I tell you. <laughs> and that hangs in my office at home. That very quote. I love whenever, it. whenever that quote ends, I just want to be like, "In the word of the Lord." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, amen. Thanks be to God. <laughs> Thank you all for being with us. We'll be back again on Wednesday. If you are looking for a place to worship this Holy Week, we have a Monday Thursday service that will be in person here at FPC uh, and streamed online. We will have a Good Friday service on Friday, which will be at seven. I should yes, know that. Yes, it will. Uh, and then Easter morning, we will be here in the sanctuary and streaming online 8.30 and 11 a.m. We hope you can join us. Now, may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. <laughs>